Hello, friends. Welcome to Find Hope, Live Well, a show about doing small things to make big changes in your life. I'm Grant Stenzel. My goal is to help you regain hope and walk with you down the path of healing. Through my experience as a licensed clinical professional counselor and former pastor, I enjoy helping individuals and families navigate through mental health issues. Hi, Christina. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, I'm thank ex- you. excited to get to know you and ask a few questions to gain more insight into your background and career. So to kick things off, let's start with the basics. <laughs> How and when did you know you wanted to be a therapist? Yeah, thanks, Emily, for letting me just kind of come and talk today. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yes. Um, I think in college, uh, I initially was doing a lot of research a lot of quantitative research, uh, running my own like study in school, capstone project. So I was initially looking at PhD and PsyD programs, um, but then I really enjoy just talking to people. And I did a lot of volunteering in college with high school students, um, and I just love talking to them, getting mm-hmm. to know them, hearing about their life. Yeah. And towards the end of college, when we were applying to grad schools, that was like a hurdle in mm-hmm. itself. A mentor of mine said, Christina, I see these strengths. You could do research. Mm-hmm. However, I see your strengths in talking to individuals, being with them, learning about them, helping them cope with tough things. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of hard because I had my heart set on research mm-hmm. in a PhD program. Um, however, I really trusted that mentor's opinion. And after speaking to my family members and friends, they said, maybe you'd be good at this, talking to teenagers and other individuals because you already enjoy it why not have it be as a job yeah. so that's the short story yeah no that's the best way to do it you find something you actually enjoy doing and just keep going with it mm-hmm. so how long have you been in this field so this past June has was approximately three years okay. so I'm still like a baby therapist yeah <laughs> that's awesome though. I'm still learning um two years as a licensed therapist okay. and then I was an intern here at Stencil oh you were cool. I was so then I was lucky enough to be hired on so yeah. I've been here two years as a licensed therapist seeing clients um yeah just doing the best that I can cool awesome mm-hmm. okay so what do you specialize in specifically? I know you said you worked a lot with high schoolers. Mm-hmm. What areas do you kind of delve into? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so typically my like age range, uh, my niche, so to speak, mm-hmm. is anywhere from like 12 to 30. Okay. Um, I feel like I can really relate to those individuals well, and we can have those honest conversations and that seek to understand mm-hmm. mentality with clients. Um, so within that age range, I specialize in uh, anxiety. That's a really uh, big passion of mine. I do a lot of work with perfectionism. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of work with um, individuals who have a really hard time with their negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. And we spend a lot of time being able to, I don't know, kind of, live life from a different point of view because a lot of the clients that I see beat themselves up a lot. Mm -hmm. They put a lot of pressure on themselves. So I'm really passionate about that. I'm also passionate about working with body image. Um, Huge passion of mine. Being able to look at stigmas of body image and what culture has kind of taught us and learning to kind of, again, see it from a different point of view and find our self-worth in ourselves Mm -hmm. rather than um, culture. 
um, body image. And then with body image is intuitive eating, which is kind of another branch of the body image conversation, ways to kind of make peace with food. Um, and our body is another big passion of mine. I also work with the LGBTQ plus community, being able to explore identity formation, um, what makes the individual themselves, not just sexual gender identity, but also their other branches, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, However, a lot of kind of, a lot of time kind of exploring what that individual might have gone through, if it's trauma related, if it's just trying to be accepted by their community. It's a lot of work around that. And other things that I specialize in in the past and also work with often is grief. Um, A lot of grief work, um, depression also. Um, That's all I can think about right now. But really most things, but those are like the main things. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That's a great list. I love it. So what would you say is the most challenging part of your career? You deal with a lot of things. I'm sure there's lots Mm -hmm. of challenges that come up your way. What, so what would you say is some of the most challenging parts? It's mm, a good question. <laughs> what can I say on this podcast? Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I think some of the most difficult parts about my job is, I don't know, there's a lot of difficult things. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of therapists would say the paperwork mm-hmm. <laughs> because <laughs> paperwork is not fun. I feel like the case yeah. notes never end. Okay. Um, it's about finding that balance and thankfully I've, I'm a lot better than I was like three years ago. I think maybe, you know, sometimes it's compartmentalizing of, you know, you hear a lot of things in a therapy room. You hear a lot of things about somebody's life. Yeah. And it's about um, being able to leave that in your workspace because um, some days are heavier than others. Right, I'm sure. It, yeah. Yeah. So that gets rough. Oh, yeah. But then you have like people you can talk to, process at home. Right. Um, but still keep things confidential, obviously. Um, however, like for me, how I compartmentalize is I sometimes just even tell myself, like, leave it here. We're working out when we get there. Mm-hmm. And I live my life, obviously, outside of my work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You mm-hmm. need to have the, like, separation between work and your life. Mm-hmm. So, going off of that, what would you say is the most rewarding part of your job? I'm sure there's a lot. Yeah. So. Uh, Yes, because I work with teens. Yeah. Um, I, mainly teens and young adults, but I think the most rewarding part uh, of my job with any client that I have, no matter the age, is being able to kind of see that growth and implementation of coping skills outside of the therapy room. So when they come back and they say, I tried this and it was helpful, I am happy for them because, again, I point out that growth compared to maybe the first time that they came in here. Um, and again, growth doesn't happen in, I think it happens every session. There's no major change overnight, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. So being able to celebrate with my clients along the way is a really rewarding thing, but I love being able to know that my clients are working so hard to be preventative. Yeah. And like, hey, I have managed my symptoms in this way. It's a really cool thing to hear. Yeah, that is cool. I'm sure it's a whole process for you and them, so it's got to be cool to be a part of that process and growth. Um, our last question we have, what advice would you give to someone considering going to therapy? Maybe even a younger person struggling with things going on in their life and needing extra help. Mm, like if they wanted to start therapy? Yeah. Gotcha. For the first time. Mm. 
do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's really scary. Um, yeah. That's really relatable. I think a lot of people can empathize with that, walking into a room with a complete stranger mm-hmm. and saying, hey, this is what's been going on in my life. It's really hard. However, from my experience, um, I've been able to just see that individuals feel that relief um, coming to therapy, knowing that they have an hour to themselves each week, every other week, whatever the timeline is to just talk about them, I think is a very uh, comforting space. Um, And like I tell my clients, if you want to start therapy, fantastic. It's your self-awareness that you want something to change in your life. So that's what I would say to them. Um, Sometimes it's hard because, you know, therapy is difficult. You have to talk about some really hard things. Mm -hmm. But overall, I've seen really helpful things come out of my clients' lives by talking about that hard stuff. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Well, thank you so much, Christina, for sharing your background and experience with our listeners. The work you do is amazing and does not go unnoticed. So thank you for dedicating your career to helping others. And to our listeners, we'll see you on our next episode of Find Hope, Live Well. Thank you, Emily, so much. Thank you. (laughs) That's going to do it for today's episode. Visit stenzoclinical.com backslash news for helpful tips on parenting, relationships, managing anxiety, battling depression, and more. You can also find us on social media with the handle at stenzoclinical. If you enjoyed our show, please be sure to leave a review. As always, thank you for listening.